to me, say, and believe it from your heart, say, this is God's word. Not Pastor Evans' word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. Your word is life-giving. Your word is anointed. Your word causes signs, miracles, and wonders to follow our lives. As we sit before the feet of your Holy Spirit to learn what you would have for us today. Let our hearts be receptive. Let our minds be open. And let our ears hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say unto us. As I have decreased, I thank you for the anointing to increase, to feed every person in this room the spiritual manna of the living God. I thank you that when we leave, our lives will never, ever be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Our current series of teachings is called Back to the Basics. Say that with me. Say Back to the Basics. And the sole purpose of this series is to help those who have never known what the basics of being a disciple of Christ is and return others to a state of spiritual purpose and freedom. Amen. Sometimes you can lose your way as a believer. Sometimes you can get lukewarm. And the way that you know you are lukewarm is when you return to your old habits. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, have you started back cussing again? <laughs> Amen. Last week, we started a new lesson entitled Tongues, the Gateway to the Supernatural. And focus has been on becoming more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, we're going to continue in that vein. And the end result of these lessons is to provide us with accurate understanding of why speaking in tongues is so important, what the benefits of speaking in tongues are, how to operate in the different manifestations of the Holy Spirit, recharging those who need refilling and reignited, and then also finally learn how to speak in tongues for those who desire. Say amen to that. So our topic today is tongues, the gateway to the supernatural, part two. Now, if you would, get your Bibles, go to the same verse we've been going to for the last few weeks. Is that me? Is that me? Okay, hopefully it's not. Is, is this the old headset? There's something up there? Okay, all right. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, if you would. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're not going to be distracted. Amen. I have a great lesson for you this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Now, we're going to look in verse 9. 
it says, but as it is written, eyes haven't seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. That tells us that God has some things for us that we don't even know about. But then in verse 11 or verse 10, it says, but God has revealed those things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So the reason we're focusing in on the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit knows what God has for us. Amen. He knows your purpose. He knows when you're supposed to be married. He knows when you're supposed to be divorced. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) X that one. He knows some of y'all going to get divorced. That's what he knows. Now, how many know divorce was not made for, you know, God didn't, he didn't do that. Amen. You know, divorce is really uh, caused by two people who are selfish. That's really, you know, that's what it boils down to. You want to squeeze from the middle, she wants to squeeze from the bottom. So now you're in front of Judge Judy talking about toothpaste. I ain't going to get on that. Let me just stay on my lesson. Last week, we talked about three types of beliefs you can have concerning the Holy Spirit. We said you can have a theological belief. This is where I believe in theory what man teaches about the Holy Spirit. We can have a traditional belief. This is where I believe uh, or choose to believe what I've been taught growing up, even if what I was taught was not true. And this approach leaves no room for, for truth. And then you can have the belief of truth. This is where now I choose to believe and receive what God's word says about it. And the, the survey that I did last week, I noticed that over half of our audience does not speak in tongues. So we need to expose that to you. We talked about myths concerning speaking in tongues. And if you weren't here, you need to get that CD. It was very good. So uh, we talked about receiving the Holy Spirit in two ways. Receiving him inwardly and receiving him what class? Outwardly, one of them is Decamiah, and the other one is Lambano. Now, we left off last week by talking about you have to receive or Lambano the Holy Spirit by faith. I want you to go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. This is going to be a fantastic lesson, and I got enough time to make it work this morning. Galatians chapter 3. Speaking in tongues can only be done by faith. Everybody say, by faith. faith. All right. Galatians chapter 3, watch verse 13. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. Watch this. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through who? Jesus Christ. That we might receive Lambano, the promise of the Holy Spirit. How? Through faith. So you can't speak in tongues with your head. You're going to have to speak in tongues by faith. Now, uh, here's the good thing. Go, go to 1 Corinthians now, chapter 12. Go to 1 Corinthians 12. What is speaking in tongues? And you all can get my little gift together. Y'all have my stuff together? Please, if you would, uh, get, that, get that together. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. What is speaking in tongues? 
Now, if I were to go through the audience and ask, what is speaking in tongues? Everybody would have their own understanding about what it is. But my job is to make sure you have a biblical understanding of what speaking in tongues is. So I'm not going to tell you what my opinion about speaking in tongues is. I'm going to give you God's opinion on what speaking in tongues is. Can you say amen to that? All right. What is speaking in tongues? Speaking in tongues is one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit that allows me to pray supernaturally. I'm going to say it again. This is point number one. If you're taking notes, you need to write this down. Speaking in tongues is one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit that allows me to pray supernaturally. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, look in verse now 4. It says, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it's the same God which works all in all. Look what the first word in verse 7 is. What is it? But. That word but is in contrast to what was just said. He says, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to who? 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 Every man to profit with all. Now, see, some of you all are going to have a problem with that because you thought speaking in tongues was a gift that only God gave to some people. How many used to believe that? Just hold right here. See, see, okay, now watch this now. Uh, keep your hand right there. Go to Acts chapter 10. Go to Acts chapter 10. I'm going to show you here that the Holy Spirit is the gift, not speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is a manifestation of the gift. Acts chapter 10. Let's look now in verse 45. Watch this now. Are you there? Acts chapter 10, verse 45. Look in verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, Peter was, he was preaching. The Holy Ghost. See, we didn't used to like to say that word in the, in the uh, Presbyterian church. Because when I heard the word ghost, you know, black people scared of ghosts. It was that Holy Ghost. I'm like, oh man, Casper the friendly ghost trying to come inside of me? No, I don't want Casper, you know. But Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, same thing. He says, while Peter yet spake, these words, the Holy Spirit fell on how many? All. All them which heard the word. And they which were of the circumcision, which believed, were astonished. In other words, the Jewish people were astonished. As many as came with Peter, why were they astonished? Because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. What was the gift? The Holy Ghost. Let me show you one more. Go to now to Acts chapter 2. Go to Acts chapter 2. See, the gift is not speaking in tongues. That's a manifestation of the gift. That's right. That's good. That's good. Okay, look in Acts chapter 2 now. Look in verse 38. Look what it says. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And after you do that, this is what he says. And you shall receive, which is that word lambano, the gift of what? The Holy Spirit. So what is the gift? 
The Holy Spirit is the gift. So this is a big present. This represents the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit has manifestations in it. Now go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Go back to 1 Corinthians 12 where I just took you from, where I told you to hold your hand. All right? 1 Corinthians 12. Now, the gift is the Holy Spirit. But when you get him, you get all the manifestations that he has. Okay? Now, let's read what these manifestations are real quickly. He says now in verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to who? Every man. So once I get the Holy Spirit, I get the manifestations that go along with it. Let's see what those manifestations are. He says, for one is given the Spirit, uh, from the Spirit or by the Spirit, the word of what? Wisdom. To another, the word of what? Knowledge. By the same spirit. To another, what? Faith by the same spirit. To another, what? Gifts. Notice that's plural. Of healings by the same spirit. Watch this now. To another, working of what? Miracles. And to another, what? Prophecy. And then to another, discerning of spirits. Now, discerning of spirits ain't being nosy. And discern the spirits don't mean suspicious. I, I'm going to teach on all these, so don't worry about it. But, but that's not my focus today. Let's look at the next one. He said to another now, divers kinds of what? Tongues. And then he says to another, the what? Well, my job this morning is to focus on the divers kinds of tongues. That's what I want to deal with. And see, the old school... Uh, old school go, go to Acts chapter 2 go back to Acts chapter 2 let me show you something go to Acts chapter 2 again see old school said well speaking in tongues is uh, another language it's a language that other people understand because they read this particular situation in the Bible and they say well speaking in tongues is just other languages in the earth realm But no, it's not because there are diverse kinds of tongues. Now watch this now in Acts chapter 2, look in verse 4. It says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with what? Other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Watch this now. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. And when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and they were confounded. Why? Because they, that every man heard them speak his own language. So in this situation, they began to speak in diverse kinds of tongues. And people from different nations heard it and go, how can they speak my language when they're not from my country? Well, that's called, that's one of the diverse kinds of tongues. Now, watch this. That's one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So, I want you to find tongues in here. He's going to open up the gift. You get saved. You receive the Holy Spirit as the gift. And then, one of the gifts or one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, which is the gift, is tongues. Say tongues. All right. Now, 
They're going to hold that up, and I want y'all to spread that out so they can see. Just, just take the, 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 the label out, and y'all hold it so people can see that. So watch this now. Turn it around. There you go. All right. What do you see? Tongues. Now, because I have the gift of the Holy Spirit, he has some manifestations that come along with him. One of the manifestations is tongues. So if I am born again of God's spirit, even if I choose not to speak in tongues, I have the ability to because tongues came with the gift. Y'all see that? Now, in this situation, diverse kinds of tongues uh, came about and that's why they understood but that's not the only level of speaking in tongues. Let me show you what I mean. Go now to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians 14. Here's the question. What is speaking in tongues? Speaking in tongues is one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit that allows me to pray supernaturally. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Watch verse 14. Are you with me, audience? He says now in verse 14, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying, but my understanding is unfruitful. Now, watch this now. That's a different kind of tongue because if my understanding is unfruitful, watch now. Look now. Jump down now to verse. Go, uh, go to uh, 1 Corinthians 14. Look in verse now 4. It says, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies who? Let's jump back up to verse 2. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto who? So that means there's another kind of tongue going on here. You got one that men can understand. And then you got one that nobody understands but God. And that's the one I want to focus on right there. If you read that, he says... In verse 2, for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but who are you talking to? But unto God. Watch it. It goes on to say, for no man understands him. So now that's a different kind of tongue we're talking about. And that's the kind of tongue that you need to get filled with because that, that level of tongue will allow you to pray in a level that can't nobody stop. Did y'all get that? So speaking in tongues is a prayer language. Listen to me now. That allows my spirit to communicate directly to God. Okay, let's look now at verse 14 again. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. He says, for if I pray in an unknown tongue. Read it with me, class. My spirit is praying. And that's what you need at times because your head sometimes don't know what to pray. Have you ever been in a situation in your life and you didn't know what to pray? You didn't know what to do. You didn't even know what God's will was. So you couldn't even pray in English. Well, you got to shift from the natural now into the supernatural. You got to now start praying in the, in the manifestation that God's given you. Because as I show you next, when you do that, you pray the will of God for your life. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Now, go to Acts chapter 1. Go to Acts chapter 1. 
Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Now, what are some of the benefits of speaking in tongues? Because some of y'all out there going, well, I ain't, I'm still ain't going to do it. Hmm? Can y'all handle it? Y'all can roll that one up. Just stick it back in the gift. Stick it back in there. Because, see, I can pull it out anytime I get ready. I'm going to show you that. See, some people think because of tradition and religion, they think, boy, when the Holy Spirit get a hold of you, you can't control yourself. Yes, you can. (laughs) What are the benefits of speaking in tongues? Acts chapter 1, look in verse 8. Here's the first benefit I want you to write down. We receive power that gives us boldness to witness for the Lord when we speak in tongues. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He says, but you shall receive what, class? Power when? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be witnesses unto me. See, some of y'all are scared to talk about Jesus because you don't have the boldness to talk about him. I will talk to anybody about Jesus. In a minute. Man, don't make me mad. I'll witness to you and get you saved. So one of the benefits of speaking in tongues is that we receive what class? Power. Now go to 1 Corinthians again, uh, chapter 14. Just keep your hand over there. We're going to stay over to 1 Corinthians 14 again. Let me show you another. Here's a second benefit class. Speaking in tongues allows me to speak directly to God. Even though I don't know what I'm saying, God knows what I'm saying. 1 Corinthians 14, look in verse 2. It says, for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but speaks unto who? So now when I'm praying in the spirit, when I'm praying in tongues... Even though I have no clue of what I'm saying, God knows exactly what's going on. And the the Bible says he, the spirit, searches the heart. He knows what's going on in my mind and he prays the will of God for me. So even if I don't know what's going on, you know, they had this song growing up, what's going on? Ah, Let's get it on. You remember that? Yes, who was that? Marvin Gaye. Praise the Lord for Marvin Gaye. It wasn't until I got older that I figured out what he was saying. You know, some of those songs, they weren't as nasty as the ones now, but they still meant the same thing, though. You know, Rick James, Mary Jane, Mary Jane. That joker was talking about some weed. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about no lady. Y'all will get that tomorrow, praise the Lord. (laughs) Speaking in tongues allows me to talk directly to God. Here's the third thing. Speaking in tongues allows, is so dynamic that nobody understands what I pray but God. Because in that verse it says, uh, let's see here in verse 2. It says, and no man understands him that's good because i don't want you messing with my prayer 
Here it is. I'm in my cubicle praying for a promotion and you on the other side hating on me. Lord, I believe I received this promotion. I'm going to interview for it. They're going to give me favor. And this other person behind you or next to you, they don't even want the job, but they don't want you to have it. So they sitting over there sending hate mail. I hope they don't get it. And they start. See, but see, when you start praying in the spirit, speaking in tongues, they don't know what you're saying. And so since they don't know what you're saying, they can't stop what you're saying. Amen. Now watch this. Here's four. Here's number four. Speaking in tongues strengthens you spiritually. Now look in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Look in verse 4. It says, he that speaks in an unknown tongue was, does what class? He edifies himself. The word edify, when you look up, means to build up. But it also means, listen to me now, it means to promote growth in Christian wisdom. How many want to grow in Christian wisdom? Man, speaking in tongues will make you look smarter than what you are. Man, I remember when I first started, some of y'all heard the story before, but I was working for this company and I was in training. In fact, I hadn't even went to training yet. I was still, they, you know, I just went and visited some of my accounts with my manager and we were in a major account and, and, and uh, I used to work for a place, you know, it was like FedEx and, and they would, it was called uh, at the time Airborne. They, they're now DHL. So they deliver packages. Well, for some reason, all uh, th- this major customer of ours who shipped, thousands of boxes these boxes were going to the wrong location and we couldn't figure it out and here it is we're sitting in a meeting and we're gonna lose this account if we don't fix the problem and Eben has no clue because I'm brand new but while they're sitting down at that table discussing what's going on I'm praying in the spirit now, I didn't say it out loud. I'm saying I'm speaking in tongues to myself. And I'm speaking in tongues. And then all of a sudden, wisdom drops in. Bam! Everybody say, bam! bam. There it is, man. Bam! That wisdom dropped in. And the Holy Spirit told me exactly what the problem was. And so, I said it. I was bold. I said, here's the problem. And when I said it, just for me to be able to communicate it was a miracle because the language that I needed, I didn't know in terms of the, the, you know, you had to have a certain language to communicate this system. I didn't have that because I hadn't been to training. And when I told them what the problem was, the only way we could make sure the problem was the problem was to go back to the office and look in our system and see. And when we got to the office, my manager got on the system and guess what? He saw that what I said was right. Then he asked me, how did you know that? Oh, that's the wrong question for Evan Connor. I said, the Holy Spirit told me that. He said, well, how did he do that? I said, I speak in tongues. He said, what? <laughs> now, he was a Christian. I said, man, I, I, I speak in tongues and God gives me answers on stuff. He said, he do, he said how do you do that? I said, come on to the car. Let me show you. 
So I took him to the car. I got my Bible out and I walked him through what I'm teaching y'all. I gave him the short version. And I led him into speaking in tongues right there in the car. But what I wanted you to see is that wisdom comes out when prayers go up. Amen. And so one of the benefits is it promotes Christian growth in wisdom. Here's another benefit or what the word edify means. It means virtue. It means holiness. It means grace. When you begin to pray in tongues, it edifies you. It helps you live holy. There are certain things I didn't stop until I got, I started speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues, I give it credit to help me stop cussing because I was an advocate cusser. I didn't just cuss, I advocated everybody to cuss. If you didn't cuss, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? You could have said that better. Let me tell you how you could have said that. But when I learned how to speak in tongues, it did the next benefit. Uh, go to Jude real quick. Jude, go to Jude. Now, that's back in the back. That's one of those books in the Bible nobody, nobody even know exists. It's right before Revelation. So find the book of Revelation and go backwards, and it's right next to it. Jude 20. Praying in tongues builds me up, it strengthens me, and it builds me up in faith. See, some of y'all who have faith problems, it's because you have a tongues problem. Watch Jude 20. Watch what it says here. Hmm? All right. It's more than one chapter in Jude. It's only one chapter in Jude. Right. It's only one chapter. Jude 20. He says, but you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. You can build your faith up when you begin to pray in tongues because when you pray in tongues, it gives you confidence that answers are going to come down. Let me give you, can I give you one more? Speaking in tongues will help you control your weaknesses. Now go to Romans chapter 8. Go to Romans chapter 8. We're going to stop right here because I'm out of time. Romans chapter 8. Speaking in tongues helps control your weaknesses because everybody in here got some. Now, we may not know what your weaknesses are, but you got some. Some of y'all weaknesses are men. And it ain't just men or women that have weaknesses for men. Touch your name and say, neighbor, I know that ain't nobody in here. Some of y'all weaknesses is you can't admit to your wrong. I mean, you will not say you sorry for nothing. Come on now. Some of your weaknesses, some of y'all, your weaknesses, pride. Man, you'll let all the lights go off, all the cars get took. All that. You'll go down the drain before you ask for somebody for some help. Ooh. What, touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, what is your weakness? Now look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, none of your business. Watch this now. Romans chapter 8. Are you all with me? Look in verse 26. There's my clock. 
Watch this. He says, likewise, the spirit also helps our what class? Our weaknesses. My, my version says infirmities. That word infirmities, it defines as, you can write this down, weaknesses. But that word infirmities also means to restrain corrupt desires. So he's saying when I pray in the spirit, the spirit will help me constrain or restrain my corrupt desires. Oh my God. See, once you get a hold of this, you really don't have a reason to say the devil made you do it. Come on, y'all remember Flip Wilson growing up? Oh, uh, see, she shouldn't have said it to me. She said it to me. I had to cuss her out. I had to cuss her out, Pastor. I had to cuss her out. She deserved that. But see, once you learn how to pray in the tongues and pray in the spirit, he will help restrain the corrupt desires you have. So I don't know what your corrupt desires that you have, but you got some. Some of y'all's corrupt desires is, is pornography. Some of y'all's is drinking. And some of y'all is smoking. And some of y'all is just cussing and some of y'all is you got some <laughs> amen I have to robo shanda a lot because one of mine is going off on you I have to restrain that corrupt desire inside of me I don't know where it came from I think what happened when I was young you know I'm philosophizing now when I was young, I was little. You know, when I was in the 10th grade, I was 5'5". Five, five. So that was little. I didn't get tall until I got to college. So Big Sed and Big Kenneth and all of they had to fight for me. So now I'm like, I can fight for myself. <laughs> like right now, we going to sue somebody. Right? I, I told somebody Friday, I'm suing you. No, I am in Jesus name. Remember our family picnic. If you didn't come, we, our church bought a vehicle for a family and gave it to them. We paid cash for it, but the dealer bought it from somebody who had a lien on it and they didn't tell it and he didn't do the research. So it wasn't a clear title on the car. We didn't know it. We got a title from Austin. And somebody came and picked the car up. They towed the car. They repoed the car because the original uh, lien holder said, that's, our, that's still our car. So I called the one that we bought it from. I said, listen, are you listening to me? He said, you can't talk to me like that. I said, you better listen to what I'm about to say. I said, you have two options. You better give our money back or you gonna, I'm going to see you in court, buddy. And I ain't going to sue you for just what we bought the car for. I'm suing you for my time. So you better hurry up and get the money back or they going to leave with an Escalade. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, praise the Lord. Touch your neighbor. neighbor. He is completely out of time. Give, did you learn something this morning? You may be here this morning with every head bowed.